Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes Radio Talk Show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Consuela Mackey, co-host, U.S. Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, announcers, Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadesi, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment host, Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army Special Forces veteran, and I once was whole segment host, Richard Cook. U.S. Army veteran and lifeline for women's veterans segment host, Martha Elena Varela. National Faith Program Director and Veterans in Recovery segment host, Anthony Akinpora. And U.S. Air Force veteran and incarceration to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. Operation Confidence is a grassroots nonprofit. The organization's mission is to provide stable housing for veterans who have experienced homelessness, as well as providing a wide range of supportive services. To help accomplish our goal, a successful landowner has donated land for the project, a world-renowned architect has offered to design the houses, and construction classes from the local community colleges will take part in building the houses. Your support and donations are needed. To get involved, please visit our website at www.operationconfidence.org or email info at operationconfidence.com. Well, my dear, are you on the line? Welcome, everyone. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to America's Invisible Heroes, a show dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation I'm Confidence. Sure I'm gonna. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those who are disabled and may have experienced homelessness. For those who are new to the show, American Invisible Heroes was established to, to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, and challenges. Okay, for today, we have our wonderful co-host, Charles Whitehead, who's a U.S. Army veteran board member. We have uh, Taylor Marcella. She's also a board member and an announcer. U.S. Army veteran Martha Varela. She's an advisory board member. She has a weekly segment called Lifeline to Women Veterans. Dr. Ka Dr. Kathy Cash, she's an vet uh, Army veteran. She has a bi-monthly segment called Strategies for Hope. Richard Cook, also a bi-monthly segment host, and he has a segment called I Once Was Hope. And Montague, also a bi-monthly segment host, The Rosie's Movement. And last but not least, Tree Springer, and she's also a bi-monthly host called Your Image 2020. Welcome everyone and wave to our viewers. Okay, now I want my girl Martha to take it away. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen here. Uh-oh, my, my cat wants to say hello. <laughs> One second here. Yeah. That's your kitty cat? Yep, she's 
All right. Now. Okay. You. Okay. Sorry about this. I'm hitting the share screen. Okay. You was going to be on cue, girlfriend. <laughs> it was. It just disappeared. Make okay. sure it's open all the way and not minimized before you try to share it. Because it won't show up then. Okay. Let's see. Okay, I still don't see the option for me to share now that I'm in the bigger so, view. So close your share screen and then make sure that uh, the video, whatever you want, is opened up all the way on, you know, so it's not minimized and then do the share screen. I wonder why I said send it over there to Chalk. Mm. Well, now I don't even see it says share the screen charles so okay, okay. Well, why, why why are you doing that why don't we talk about yeah, your sure. about this precious little lady that you assisted and once you figure it out hopefully we'll be able to share the video okay that, that so video? yeah mm -hmm. have uh let me see charles has the video so <laughs> um i can talk a little bit about what the video is too and i'll look forward to how about that okay so the video that I was going to show you here that we're going to open up here shortly is a video that I got um, recognition for my work with the homeless, uh, with those individuals going through homelessness. I was recognized by LA County um, when I came on board with Volunteers of America. And the, the video is very special to me because it's actually the first um, person that I uh, assisted with housing um, shortly after my arrival here to LA, because most of you, as most of you know, know, I grew up in Minnesota. So it was a really um, good chance for me to just kind of jump right in within my first week of starting. Actually, this is, you'll see this beautiful old lady um, came into our office and was very distraught um, because she was going to be homeless and her son had health problems. She was taking care of him. Long story short, um, he had he was asked by his um, housing program to ask his mother to leave. So they were both very heartbroken, and um, just gives it gives a little snippet of the work that I did with her, and just sort of the um, out of the box thinking that we all have to do to sort of help come up with a solution to this growing epidemic of homeless homelessness that we see um, here in LA specifically. So. The actual layout of the actual apartment, just to kind of give you a heads up, is actually the shipping container uh, design, which we all know are, you know, a very uh, special friend and architect, uh, Mr. Uh, Nardi Norberto, designs these same type of shipping container houses. And so LA County was kind of highlighting and showcasing this particular housing style as a solution for low cost housing so when there's an empty lot in one of the other neighborhoods in LA, they can build these um, units pretty quickly and pretty uh, if um, cost effectively. So as you guys will mm -hmm. see in the video, um, it's one of the designs that our dear friend Noberto designs um, with his, um, here we go, got it. Okay, I found it. Margarita, yo ahorita tengo 73 años. Yo era dueña de la casa en Pico Rivera, 
tuve que vender porque no podía sacar más de los pagos porque me, yo me retiré de trabajar porque ya estaba mala. Tenía mucha artritis en las piernas y luego me dieron cáncer en el estómago y todo se perdió. Entonces me estaba viviendo en la calle en una terna, al cruzar la calle de un parque. Muchas noches que no, yo no dormía porque tenía miedo que me fuera a pasar algo, que fuera a pasar en la calle. When Margarita walked into our office, we were captivated by the situation. We all felt like she was our grandmother, she could be our mother, you know, because she shares very similar stories to some of our relatives who have migrated from Mexico to the United States. We were able, through our funding sources, to put her in a motel. And then, amazingly, we were able to get her housed within a week and find her a place to live. Me dio mucho gusto pensar que ella iba a tener un lugar seguro donde iba a estar, verdad que yo necesitaba esta ayuda. We really have to challenge ourselves to redefine what homeless looks like and who the homeless really are. Little did I know that I too would be at risk of homelessness when I got to Los Angeles and was actually struggling for a couple of months, um, spending a lot of time in my car. So when they say that homelessness can happen to anybody, it can happen to anybody, including me. And I have a master's degree and 20 years of nonprofit experience under my belt. So it drives me to do this work. Marta la que me da poder, pero ella nunca me soltó. Mi nombre es Margarita. That's so precious. Isn't that precious? That's why I wanted to show it. <laughs> and it makes me cry over here. Yeah, it does. Uh -huh. My goodness. Thank it's... you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Okay, moving right along here. Uh, Martha, you're going to introduce our precious, precious Anne, who has a guest. Is she on today, Anne? You muted. Can't hear you, Ann. You're muted. There you go. There we go. Uh, yes, I have June on the telephone, and June's um, voice will be heard through the mic. Okay. Tell us uh, about... He's hearing you. First of all, we let, let uh, Martha introduce you, and then you'll okay, introduce uh, your guest. So that works. Uh, Hello, Ann. Anne Montague. Uh, <laughs> Anne Montague is a Rosie's daughter. Some of her first memories are about the home front war effort, saving Greece and taking it to the store to be used in the war effort, their large victory garden, and her mother going to work in the mornings feeling well, but coming back dizzy from inspecting lenses <laughs> at what they called the war factory. Rosie's are the surviving women who worked on the home front for the war effort during World War II. We encourage, we encourage people to find them, learn what they did then, and get Americans to work with them now, though they are above 90 years of age, who do projects that leave a lasting record of their legacy. Each Rosie is different and each story has the human touch. And when you put their stories together about what they did during the war, their legacy is more than just one story. 
Thus, their legacy is to do today what they did in World War II, which is to pull together to do the highest quality work to keep and use our freedom. Most Rosies are deceased. We are on a marathon to find all the living Rosies and to get communities and the nation to find ways to work together to assure they are not forgotten. Rosies did all kinds of work from riveting airplanes, welding ships, making uniforms and tents, farming food for the troops, cutting me metal, inspecting lenses, hundreds of things. Anne's guest today is June Robbins, and she will be giving us a little bit of her story. Um, she, and she's going to kind of talk to us a little bit about her high school diploma. Um, and I'll let Anne give us a little bit more information about that. But take it away, Anne. Thank you so much. I'm not sure that, that June can hear us and you can hear her. June, can you say something? Ah, just a second. Can you hear us now? the men. 
Well, that was news to me, but there was nothing we could do about it. Mm. Uh, my mother worked at the aircraft side of the uh, shipyard, and uh, her sister, Marion, and your friend uh, worked on the tool side uh, of the aircraft side. Of, uh, they uh, had the uh, tool concession there. <laughs> he gave the tools out of needed. Uh, my uncle Sam worked in the woodworking shop on the ship side. So I really had uh, an interesting time with it there. I knew what everybody, where everybody was. But this was being shipped. Nobody ever talked about what they were doing. Not even after the war. Uh, they said, oh, well, we just did this or we just did that. But I have the photographs showing what my mother was actually doing. Um, Right after, well, at the, uh, I was going to high school classes at night, and I was a junior uh, USO host uh, at the Y. Uh, immediately after the war, we were all let go. But I found that although they say that most women went back to their homes to take care of their children and husbands, many of us did not. Just show us what we can do. We can do it, and we did it. I up at Aero's operation, making 3D aerial maps, working on 3D aerial maps after the war, so that I knew, as many women did, show us what we can do, and we can do it. Uh, June, let's, uh, uh, let's ask... Uh, the group here, first of all, Ken, could, well, could you hear June? I did. That's the best I could do. Could you all hear Yeah, her? we could hear her. And listen, June has been on a couple of times, so we're honored to have her. And she's just an amazing individual. Can you tell us, how old is June? 94, June. Are you 94? No, I'm, not a, I'm 95. <laughs> oh, I'm not a kid. I'm 95. Wow. Now, let me tell you. But let me just tell you guys that in, in case uh, if no one knows it, this is the Rosie's Derivators. I mean, this is a historical organization that we're honored to have on our show bi-weekly. And to have these, these wonderful, wonderful young women on in their 90s that are sharing the history of the Rosies and what they've done for our military is I mean, our organization and our, our little radio show is just humble and very honored. So we're happy to have you, June. You know, we've already adopted you as one of ours. And, and she's so humorous. I mean, she does, she does everything. Isn't she on the board, too? And she's on our board. There's no doubt about I'm it. On the board, yes. And I wanted to uh, get her to tell you about what happened last month. Before I do that, June, let me introduce it a little bit. Last Monday was Rosie the Riveter Day. It was the first day of spring. And um, we were invited to South Carolina. And I was in South Carolina presenting uh, to children from third, to, through, third grade through high school. In the meantime, in Philadelphia, they were celebrating uh, not just June, but Rosie's. But what June didn't know until she got there is that um, we had been working with a chaplain in Philadelphia who arranged through the Department of Education 
for her to get a high school diploma, not an honorary high school diploma, high school diploma. Why didn't you tell about that, June? Well, I thought I was going there uh, to support this young man who was talking about his absolutely grandmother. My daughter convinced me not to dress as a Rosie, but to dress like a human being. <laughs> and uh, please stop that. City. They've done five years of work yes. with us, a little more now. And uh, so this coming uh, September, not only will they be advanced on uh, designing a mural for a major building there in Washington with June's help, but we are designating Operation Confidence as one of about five and possibly six model Rosie the Riveter organizations. Wow. So on or around Labor Day, Labor Day uh, with the help of Charles and others, um, we basically will be celebrating our Rosies there. I have found only one Rosie in the Los Angeles area. I hope she's still able to come uh, in late August or early September. So the, the big message is that we are holding up different groups in different locations uh, who have done excellent work with us and Operation Confidence is one of those and we will be celebrating you all hopefully. Um, you think that with the, uh, at the aquarium, you think you can get some music together for us? I don't think Charles heard me. I, I, I heard you said at the aquarium and sorry I didn't answer your email. I was totally, totally just this whole last not to, day. Not to worry. Um, when you say at the aquarium, is that something that you mean for Labor Day? or uh, On or around Labor Day. If Labor Day doesn't work, and it often does not, 
And can we have an event to celebrate Operation Confidence with music? Um, and hopefully we'll have at least one Rosie there. So um, we talked about that month or so ago. Um, so, so we can keep talking. Yes, yeah. We'll see if we can uh, talk to the people over there. And, and yeah, Patriotic and, Hall and may be another. Yeah, Patriotic Hall would be another good one too. Yeah, whatever you all decide, but um, we are now making a map for our website and we're going to be showing the different cities and take your, your hand down and we can't see your face. Okay, there you good. go. There you go. I'm trying to uh, use it through the cell phone. Multi 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 right well um, that's well we're so event, honored to be among uh, among the other organizations being honored by the roses that's such an honor thank you so much you've done an excellent job to make the roses feel so welcome so well, thank you we're honored and tell girlfriend we love her june are you still on tell her how much we love her and she's always welcome we're already, we're already working on Labor Day with the chapel of the poor chaplain. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So, uh, You're going to end we... your segment, Charles, with our Rosies. Uh, when you're when you're ready, you are. We're you're ready. Ready for uh, uh, Anne and uh, all right. We just wanted to give a little tribute there to you, Anne. I am Buddy Knute, a former Rosie the Riveter. I riveted P-40 pursuit planes during World War II. We did our part back then. Now, can you step up and help the Rosies pull America together again? Please call 304-776-4743. That is 304-776-4743. 4743. That's right. We encourage everyone that's, that's listening and looking on and please get involved. Thank you so much, and what an honor. Rosies. Thank you. Rosies. That's right. Rosies. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Taylor, you're going to introduce our next wonderful, wonderful co host. Dr. Kathy Cash is a U.S. Army veteran and the founder CEO of Strategies for Hope. Dr. Cash volunteers in and works closely with the veteran community. She facilitates veteran groups and faith-based groups with an emphasis on supporting others by instilling hope. Dr. Cash is the host of Change Your Focus and Live Life, a podcast heard on all major platforms. Our guest today is Phyllis C. Miller, Navy Vietnam veteran um, with over 25 plus years of experience in fine art, medical illustration, drafting, and art therapy. Creator and founder of the Veteran Art Venue and the, I just learned how to say this, so bear with me, Merrowy Gallery since 2009. The artist mission to continue the agenda of the veterans art venue to empower veterans through art 
Phyllis specializes in three art venues, therapeutic paint and sip, art sessions for veterans who are seasoned artists and art exhibit tours, and visual beyond words, featuring selected work of fellow veteran artisans in major cities across the nation. During the artist's military career, she had discovered a need for art within the veterans and the military community and shares that art is not luxury as art heals and art ignites communication. Before we move forward, Dr. Katch, would you lead us in a short prayer? Hey, thank you, Taylor. Shall we bow our heads? Father God, in the name of Jesus, how we say thank you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon us on this day. We thank you, Lord, for all of those who provide services to veterans. We thank you for all the veterans who serve their country. And then, Lord, we just thank you for all those who continue to provide the services and reach out to the veterans who may have challenges at this time. Lord, we just thank you for giving us the mindset to want to be of service to our fellow man. We just ask, Lord, that you continue to strengthen us as we move forward in all of these endeavors, because, Lord, until all veterans are served, we will continue to fight on. We thank you in your name. Amen. 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 So good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you again, Taylor, for the introduction. And as she said, my guest today is the art diva, Phyllis oh. T. Miller. Thank Hello, you. Phyllis. How are you? Excellent. How's everyone else? Good. Thank Good. you and welcome, Phil. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. And she is an art diva. She's been doing art in and around the VA as a veteran herself. And we would like for her to talk about a little bit about the art that she's, the art shows that she's done. We have a couple of things that we'd like to show you. And let's just start off with uh, Phyllis. Tell us how you got into doing the art for veterans and with veterans? Well, it started really at the age of seven, uh, a small community known as Watts and where we had a most cohesive, uh, vibrant community of parents and uh, teachers and so forth where really people cared back then. And I discovered art and through that, I empowered people through uh, fun things to do. And when I went into the military, after graduating from uh, Art Center College of Design, I was stationed in Coronado Island where I worked at a uh, very top secret installation. I was an illustration drafts person dealing with top secret uh, floor plans and so forth. And we do a lot of configuration. And under those stressful moments, as it worked for me personally, I was able to empower my staff uh, to utilize art through doodling or using everyday items, transforming everyday items into uh, works of art. And then somehow that distracted the stress factor and removed it. And uh, from then on, we met deadlines with no stress. We were known as the calm, cool, and collective ones of Coronado. And I had created art t-shirts with that funny uh, uh, phrase we around, uh, just to show art is an essential, it's not, it is not a luxury. And so therefore the therapeutic means of it was exercised by me through the military. And, and back then, I have to say back then, is that it was inconceivable of art in the military 
as they consider it oil and water. So I was able to do a lot of ventures under a lot of, you can't do that or that's impossible. So it was a lot of, uh, uh, how should I say, resistance. And from that point on, when I transformed from uh, to the civilian life, being a veteran, I uh, received open doors from the VA after continuous interviews and and illustrations and demonstrations that they saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I had over 280 some odd signatures by veterans who fell in love with the first year of paint and sip back in 2010. And then from that on, uh, every year, four times a year, except recently with COVID, uh, the VA had its doors open. This allowed me to go and uh, accept invitations to go to art events and venues to inform others, the community, the non-veterans, the civilians, the business people, the potential sponsors, the potential donors, the importance of investing into the therapeutic arts because a less stressful person is a most productive person. And so it's a preventative measure, but at the same time, it's a beautiful measure to embrace and to create, because I tell people, there's an artist in every one of us, and it's my mission to bring it out on any platform. So if I'm at exhibits or at talking points, I'm there to illustrate the importance of art. And it's not because I'm an artist, it's because what art has done for me, and I use it to the extreme. I, my current agendas has been blessed by, of course, Kathy Cash, and I have to say the Vet Art Project with Steve McDilly, the uh, Veterans Art uh, Project Institute uh, with Kathleen Ellison, and then as Anne Marie Hardiman of Uniting Us and Challenge of America uh, with uh, the director being Dallas Rainey. So with all of these organizations spanning from Colorado to Sacramento, being uh, Kathleen Ellison. And then there's the uh, uh, Vet Art Project in San Diego, Steve McDilly. Through these different platforms, I was able to get a hold of an audience, spread the word about art. And that's my mission is to, to maintain and get more support to keep me on the mission. My next mission is at the Library of Congress on June the 27th through the first week of July, where Uniting Us has created the platform for me to speak at the Library of Congress and show a demonstration of the powers of art within all of us as an aid to deal with our therapeutic issues and not resort to a whole bunch of painkillers, pain medication, swallowing pills left and right, killing the kidneys, killing the liver. Why not art to empower the inner essence of soul? which is all part of, which is a blessing because having Kathy Cash as a foundation to, because I'm, I'm on the shoulders of these giants. So that's how I'm able to do these things. And that's why I, I offer to sponsors and potential donors that for any contribution, uh, you will be met with a wonderful reproduction print of my art signed by me. And you get to make a selection, go to my website, www.meroegallery.com.
So say that again. Um, Give it to us again. It's www.meroegallery.com. And okay. I'm here, I'm here to evoke the census. Oh, okay. that's such a congratulations on such right. an honor. Yeah. And we totally believe in art being therapeutic. I mean, yes. it's, it's healing. I, yes. I enjoy art myself and what you're doing is just amazing. And we're so proud and, of how and, you And if I, if, I, if I may add, if anyone is traveling through Dulles International Airport. Oh yeah. I have, I have yeah. a painting on exhibit. It's titled The Price of Freedom. It's on Concourse C. So, and thanks to Uniting Us, Anne-Marie Hardiman, I was there. And then thanks to Steve McDilly of the Vet Art Project, my art was featured on the USS Iowa just about a month ago. Ooh, so I have a picture right. of The Price of Freedom. If I can yeah. share that. Yeah, please. everyone. Please. Are you able to see that? Not yet. Uh-oh. To see your name. Hmm. There we go. There it is. Okay. All right. Now, the the significance of this price of freedom is that most importantly, the title was given by a Vietnam Marine veteran uh, who is still dealing with PTSD. And since he's surrounded by my art, he has reduced his intake of pain medications and so forth. So art is healing and he's always overjoyed to express to other veterans the importance of art because he says, I'm a living, he's a living proof. And the price of freedom here is a two portion. The top portion is a typical scene at a typical park that you would sign, find in any city in the USA. The top portion is sort of a rendition of Central Park in New York. Right. The bottom half, the bottom half is the thread of the roots of the mud, the blood of those of past wars who gave the ultimate sacrifice for us to have the freedom to be under the sun, uh, hanging out with lovers and walking the dog, throwing a frisbee, any, any fun festivity, uh, carefree because you're feeling free and you have that comfort sacred zone because of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And when the Vietnam veteran Marine saw this, he said, that's simple. That is the price of freedom. And the images are, uh, you see at the bottom uh, left is the Red Ball Express, which was the, the majority black men who helped uh, patent through his campaign by through the, through the most dangerous midnights, bringing weapons and other ammunition, as well as survival, as well as food and other uh, essentials through these points, through the battlefields. You have on the far right at the bottom end is an elderly man in his day of his shadow manning a, a point in Vietnam. Then you have dead center, a woman medic overseeing a, uh, an injured soldier. And in her helmet is an, ima an image of another injured man that she has on her mind dealing with his life and thinking about the others before her that she has to uh, bring back the help. Then you have other images, including the memorial of the Arizona Pearl Harbor. You have the night missions in Vietnam and you have the oil burnings through all of the uh, Gulf Wars and other previous ones thereafter. So and where, I tried to get it. 
And where yes. can your audience see this picture in, in person? Where again? Oh, at the Dulles International Airport Concourse C section. Okay. So when you so when you get on the aero train, they have this uh, tube train that goes through the airport and it takes you to A, B, or C. You want to take the train to C and then within the airport, you get off and it would be right on the wall next to the sign of Uniting Us, which is an organization that uh, engaged with the curators and the curators uh, within their selection picked my Price of Freedom as being a phenomenal piece of art that tells civilians, which is my point, is to embrace the civilians understanding that every day when we take our freedom for granted, we have to recall those of the past who paid the price. And I attempted to capture that in a visual format of the price of freedom. Well, you really okay. did. This is absolutely amazing. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's, uh, so I appreciate that. That's awesome. And one other thing I want to share, art is not just on canvas. Correct. Art is not just on canvas. And Phyllis does a does a phenomenal job with letting others know that the art that she creates is Whoa. not just on the canvas. Those are, yeah, those are my, uh, those are my used to be in the military combat boots. Okay. Yeah, when, 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 when I was leaving the military, a commander had over me, overheard me say to someone else, the minute I get out this military, I'm going to transform my boots into a work of art. And he came in and said, ah, oh, you can make boots pretty. And I said, you want to bet? <laughs> so uh, it, was, it, was, it was a $500 bet on the line. He, he, he initiated it. So right. I proved it. And these, these boots represent a symbolic gesture is that since my world is art, all art now, I'm marching in my boots of art to continue to empower the veteran community through art. And I speak art, I live it. I do art on shoes. I do art on woodwork, glass, sculpture, the works. Visit my website and, and you'll see the whole story. That and is laugh. so amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Did you ever laugh. get a chance to show him those boots? Yes, sir. What's that again? Did he, did he get a chance to see the boots that you turned into art? Oh, of course, so we can make $500. Yeah. dollars right. yeah. gave you $500? Oh, my yes. goodness. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's great. And so so lastly, can you tell us about the uh, pain and sip? Does uh, the veteran the, have to be an experienced artist? Do they have no. to be a Picasso? No. How does one get involved in a pain and sip? Oh, just simply uh, right now, uh, I'm waiting for the VA to give clearance at the West LA VA to give clearance because their concentration is on this current pandemic. And I understand that. So I'm hoping that I can be accommodated space room within clinics or facilities or even community centers that would allow me to host a paint and sip. And I'm seeking sponsors and, and other potential donors that if they contribute toward the expense of art supplies and other incidental that make this happen and usually the audience is from 25 to 50 veterans, male or female. Their families are welcome because I do have a video on my website that shows a typical uh, paint and sip, or we used to call it paint and snack, because we often have finger food during the creativity. And it takes about 
three hours. The whole session is a wonderful, fun three hours that goes by so fast yes. because I captivate everyone. I let them know that I want you to leave at the door your, your self-overloading self-criticism of yourself and come in with an open mind and I will bring the artist out of you in no time. And then I expect my assignment to everyone who graced uh, me as far as this these therapeutic session is that please make it a habit to create art, even if it's only 15 minutes a day, scribbles, uh, doodling, anything like that. Believe it or not, creativity comes out of the whole realm. And you'll notice that you're less stress-free and when you're waiting at DMV or some long lines, <laughs> whip out that little eight by 10 sketchbook, do a little doodling. And before you know it, your number's called, it's time for you to get in line, get service and so forth. So art is empowered. And and, and I, I could say so much more. I wish I had more time. I oh, mean, as far wonderful. as here. There'll be another, thank there'll you be another opportunity to have you on, but we thank you so much. Because with, with strategies for hope, we're always looking for ways to bring hope into the lives yes. of everyone. Because yes. again, it's not just veterans, it's veterans, their family members, their friends, because yes. you're standing there and everybody has art within them. Yes. And I love it in the in the pain and sip sessions that you that we we can come in there without having to be a Picasso. It's like we have the paints, we have the brush, and you are very encouraging to say, just do it. Just Start with the red or start with the blue and, and well, make a curve. Right. It's just yeah, I, I give with a blank I, canvas. Right. I give them hands well, on guided. Yeah. I love art. So I want to be included in the paintings. Yes. What are you, yes. What are you sipping on now? Water? <laughs> soda? What you, what's the we sip? Have flavored part? waters, fruit flavored okay, water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, flavorful teas and, and the in West right. LA VA, the wonderful organization Village for Vets. Uh, would provide us with all those wonderful Jersey Mike sandwiches and teas from Snapple chips, and it was just always a delight. And and um and in other clinics, I'm looking for organizations or businesses or even food stores to help us with that endeavor because um, I'm I have a waiting list of vets are keep saying when is your next painting sip, and I don't have the answer yet because I'm looking for a venue and supporters and donors for that. Okay, Richard, do you have a question or comment? Well, just a more of a positive comment. Oh. I've been I've been working with Phyllis at the VA for the paint sips, and I have turned out some art as well too. <laughs> Thank you, Phyllis. Yes, you're yes. welcome. Phyllis, yes. how can we get a hold of you if we have um, some information or possible ideas to share with you um, about? Um, venues or activity ideas, fundraising ideas, how would we be able to get a hold of you? Oh, you can reach me at my email, which is, uh, uh, and also through my website, www.meroe, uh, M-E-R-O-E gallery, that's all one word, Moreau gallery, www.meroegallery.com. And at the same time, my email is P-H-Y-L, the number two, M-E-R-O-E -E at yahoo.com. Okay. Richard, no get words. your hand down. You're done now. So that I'm we trying, can trying, trying, to, trying to release it. <laughs> okay. And I believe Ann has something to say. I Ann Montague. Yes. 
Yes, I'm very impressed, fellas, and I'm wondering if uh, since where are you located? Are you in Los Angeles? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm yeah. in Santa Monica, and okay. I, I and well, I've, now, I've been traveling. Since, yes. Since we're going to be celebrating Operation Confidence and and um, essentially giving them the uh, of being a model Rosie the Riveter organization. Uh, yes. on or around Labor Day, probably a day or two before, do you think maybe we could uh, work with you to create some art through veterans that oh, um, essentially- absolutely, absolutely. Now, now here's, absolutely, because Rosie the Riveter uh, is, is synonymous with my mother who served in the Army uh, World War II. She was the second uh, Black woman to become a Colonel. Uh, she was a yes. physicist. Oh my God. And she worked alongside of, as at his selection, the Robert Oppenheimer on various experiments. You have to come Today, back and hear her story. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, We're I looking will. for black roses and, and, and yes. women that were in the military at that time. Please come back. And we'd yes, like to honor her that day, huh, Ann? Yes, absolutely. Cool. Yes. That's amazing. Okay, take your All hand right. down there, Ann, so we can I'm move on. To. Can't move on. So, Phyllis, thank you so much for being with here, being with us here today. Oh God, yeah. And we just so enjoyed excited. having you. A wealth of thank information. Oh, and one God. last thing: Do you have a? Is there like an approximate amount per veteran in terms of breaking down for those who may want to sponsor someone? Uh yes. Uh, to sponsor a veteran, it is one hundred and fifteen dollars, and what that includes is art supplies, affordable easel, and once they finish they get to take their artwork home and at the same time we do follow up with them and when there's an exhibit we always like to present their work where they're able to explain uh the expressionary meaning behind their creation okay. so uh, again that that's where it needs because i don't i never pass the cost on to the veterans that participate often i and i'll say uh Personally, I have pawned jewelry to make sure this gets through. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Thank you, you guys, so much. We, guys, we want to move on now, but you're always welcome. Please come back and show more of your art. That's some of your, your work in the background, right? Yes. That's beautiful. Nice. All right. Please visit so, the website. Thank you. What, thank you. What, what you guys don't know is I have art in every... Uh, airport it's called the invisible paintings you just don't get to see it you know so. <laughs> i like that one leave it to charles <laughs> thank you charles <laughs> gotta have a little humor in there you know no, like yeah, that's stuff, right that's what i love all right okay. blessings to you phyllis thank you so much for being thank here thank you today. so thanks, much thanks, phyllis thanks it's, you it's such an honor that. we want you yeah. back again okay. about with your artwork and especially about your mom please yeah. don't forget okay we're gonna have I dr to make that happen, okay? Thank you. Thank All right. you. All right. Okay, Thank you. we're gonna move right along to take it away, Patrice. Okay, well, um, this week, I'm gonna tell you about Your Image 2020. Um, I started this nonprofit last year, but uh, it's just a continuation of my lifelong passion of helping people feel good about themselves, and um, what we do, I have started a closet. It's over at Rancho Dominguez Works Art Center, and that's in Compton. 
Um, we have a space upstairs and it's a complete boutique. Um, mm. Our veterans, I specialize in veterans, but everyone that comes into our closet is really coming in with some kind of a trauma. And so Phyllis, you know, you do your healing through art. And mm -hmm. I think I do some healing through um, dressing people from the outside mm -hmm. in. So in other words, you know, they'll mm -hmm. feel good about themselves mm -hmm. in the mirror. And then pretty soon they'll start thinking to themselves, yes, I can do that job. Yes, I can face that interviewer and not feel bad about myself. And so we do so much to make it a safe and secure environment so they can shop. They come in, it's set up like a boutique and they can come in and go shopping. I am so blessed that when I started out, I had a hundred pieces of clothing and because of organizations that I belong to, the Rotary Club, um, the Chamber of Commerce, the LAX Chamber of Commerce, and different organizations and just word of mouth, people hear about our closet and they want to donate their nice clothes. They don't want to give it to Goodwill. They don't want to give it somewhere where, where a veteran or somebody may have to go in and pay for the clothing. Um, so the clothing is absolutely free. We work with referring agencies. A lot of times they have supportive service money that they can um, pay for the client to come in. They not only get their clothing, but they also get an hour of coaching from me. I will sit with them and go over interview techniques. I will go over um, building up their self image. Um, we'll go over simple business etiquette. So many people are used to texting and when it comes to a job and you're going to write an email, it's not the same as texting a message. So they get a lot of personal service. Um, my husband also works with me. He's um, Navy veteran and he does my uh, mock interviews. So as soon as they get their, their suit, as soon as they get their coaching on how to conduct an interview, they immediately go to him. And he does a mock interview and he is tough. He doesn't let them, you know, <laughs> you know that, don't you, Consuela? Oh, for sure. And you know what you said is you started this organization of your own last year. But girlfriend, we have 20 years. You've been doing this a long time. Yeah. She assisted us with Dress for Success for our nonprofit. We dressed veterans and, and women that were uh, trying to go out into the workplace. And it was Patrice who was doing yeah. that. So this is not just your first rodeo. This is just your first nonprofit that you've taken off with. She right. has years of experience and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And, and your husband. I had the nerve to open up a nonprofit during COVID. And, yeah. <laughs> but you know, God is good because during that time I was able to collect clothing. And so now we have over 3,000 pieces of clothing in the closet. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what I want you to we had said she started out with 100 pieces and now you have 3,000? Yeah, mm. that's really good. So I brought a really nice video because I want you to feel what people feel when they come into the closet. I do not own any um, rights to this music, but it's part of me and it's part of what um, 
I grew up with. And okay. so, Charles, are you going to be able to play this? Yes, right now. Okay. She's an army vet. Um, she spent 15 years in the army. And when I sat down with her for the practice interview questions, I said, so tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, typical question that probably they're gonna be asked. She looked up at the ceiling and tears welled up in her eyes. And she said, I don't have anything to say about myself. And so we went through a skill assessment, you know, let's, let's write down your skills. She was in logistics. She got an award mm -hmm. for organizing something. And, you know, all of a sudden she started talking about herself and she's just like, yeah, I am good. Aren't I, you know, I have done stuff that I'm proud of. So sometimes, you know, they come from agencies, they have a case manager, but I think sometimes it just takes a different environment for them to feel safe and secure and that they can open up and they can shed a tear. Um, right. Young men, if you saw that they had facial hair, the one guy that I put in a ponytail, um, you know, I don't make judgment. I try and tell them, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, employers don't like facial hair, but, you know, let's get it trimmed a little bit. And um, let's tie your hair back. I put his hair in a ponytail. And, you know, he 
he felt he looked at himself and he looked better. So hopefully he went on to um, to get a haircut. But you know, he <laughs> did, you know, he still looked really good. Right. He right. Left, he felt really good. So that's the important. That's what's part. important, right? Oh, that is so wonderful. Well, I'm so proud of you, girlfriend. And, and yeah, how many days a week are you open? Um, I'm there whenever anybody needs me. Next week, we have a, a cohort of 20 men and women that are finishing a um, uh, UPS class. They're going to automatically get a job after a three-week training. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're, we've got to serve 20 people next week. So I'm probably going to be there every day until 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Uh, so you go by appointments only. Is that how it yes. works? Yes. Right now we do appointment only. Um, right, I right. do want to mention on Friday with um, Julie's group, the South Bay um, uh, work group she was on a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we visited uh, SoFi Stadium and um, SoFi Stadium is giving special uh, 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 special consideration to vets and um, there are hundreds and hundreds of jobs at SoFi Stadium all the way from culinary to customer service to it's just amazing so uh, please you know if anybody is um, with jobs and getting people jobs um, contact Julie and um, people that go through uh, her organization will get special consideration. So, and the jobs are starting at $18 an hour. So, wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. Right. So, you have any contact information for Julie? I do. I do. I'll put it in the chat. Okay. Put it in the chat. Thank you. All Great right. information. So, All we'll right. see you on the next segment. And as I said before, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Okay, moving right along. Charles, you're going to introduce our next uh, bi-monthly guest? Sure. Our next bi-monthly guest is uh, U.S. Army Special Forces veteran Richard Cook. Richard worked as a chief of payroll for the Veterans Administration, who in 2016 had a massive stroke, he did, um, caused by his experience in the military. A stroke survivor, Richard is weak on, on his left side from three major strokes. The worst was massive that affected his vision. With strong mm. determination not to give up, all have been resolved with rehabilitation. Richard can now sprint, go rock climbing, deep sea fishing, half a marathon, 13.5 miles, an artist. Um, he's an artist, photographer, and accomplished publisher with a bestseller. One, I once was whole, a soldier's story of a stroke survivor sold on Amazon. Take it away, Rich. Hi there, everybody. Hey. As, as you covered, everything that was said was true. I've done sprinting just recently. I've done uh, a half a marathon, which is 13.5 miles. And I continue to do things just like this weekend, this past Saturday, I was part of the beatball in in there in Pasadena. Which beatball is a version of softball, but it's for people who have visually impairment of some type, like myself, or who are totally blind. And that is where uh, the ball is going to be pitched to you, 
but it's going to be beeping. So you have to have a timing of, for the beep to be able to swing the bat and then be able to uh, put it out there and then run to the base. So I just did that this last Saturday. Uh, and I did uh, gliding just Thursday. I did gliding, which or uh, they call it soaring, where I was up in uh, the airplane, which is a glider airplane. Doesn't have any motors, but it's pulled uh, and up into the air by 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 an actual plane, and then you just glide into it and to your to your land like that. So I just did that this I'll last Thursday. Now, Rich. Yeah. What'd you say, Charles? I want to share the pictures. Okay. Oh, there he is. Oh. Yes. So I was I was in I was in the glider right there. Uh, the person behind me and I, I took control of the because he said he's he's a colonel in the air force so he said go ahead and take the control and like that because he also has a back control and so that way i don't crash anything so he, he took the control if i needed it but i was i was gliding myself at that point wow i bet that was fun scary. Uh, it was, it was fun. We, went, we went all, all over the place <laughs> it wasn't wow. scary though huh it wasn't scary though, but it was good. Well, you know, you're that super guy. I would be scared up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And and tell us a little bit more about what you've done. I mean, you've done rock climbing and deep sea fishing and marathons. I mean, you name it, regardless of his visual impairment and having three major strokes, you're just out there, guy. I really consider to, you just, a role model. Just trying to get there. I'll put it this way. I am trying to contact the LA Marathon Committee, because I plan to do, of course, it's going to take me a little bit longer than most, but I'm planning to do this 26-mile marathon this year. I've been training up, and uh, the thing is I haven't been able to get a hold of them because I called their phone number, but it goes to a voicemail, but they have no way to be contacted. So I'm trying to get a hold of them somehow <laughs> like that. So I'm, I'm going to be doing that. But I'm still continuing my photography. And I've got a few photos that I will send to Charles. Yeah, so that way he can show those next time. But you'll mm -hmm. see what my latest my, my latest photography is of the various items I have on display. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. And you're also going to participate. When is it coming up, Charles, for the uh, Paralyzed Veterans of America scaling the wall, the, Mar the, the Marriott? Uh, you mean the um uh it's labor day this labor day already this coming day? up Didn't no you just no i mean year? uh uh yeah what day is that uh september i get the holidays all mixed up it's it's uh is that uh labor day or or labor it's day? coming up now didn't you guys just do it three months ago in september you know oh my goodness <laughs> yeah 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 you and uh, no that was the car show we did in november so that when was, was it when you jumped off the Mar the Marriott? Off the um the it was the that was it Labor Day September. Wow! I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it just I'll do it just invite me. <laughs> no, you already you said you were gonna do it. I don't yeah, know. said she was gonna do it too. So we no, got right. to take. Uh -huh. Who said we're gonna do it? You, Connie, no. Connie, do it with me. You know? Me too. Yeah, I know Martha. She's all superwoman. She could do it. <laughs> what about you, Taylor? 
Look at all of a sudden Taylor looking like <laughs> this. All you think you muted some holding zero? I know nothing. <laughs> Doctor Cash, yeah. I know, huh? And they just trying to rope me, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you said it. I, I did, just said you, know. you guys kept pressure. I got the show. I will pull it up right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get on the roof and look down. You can just find me on the roof, ass out. I won't even have to jump down. I'm going to be on the roof. We'll be at the, the, I think we're at the 14th floor. You know. Yeah, oh, what is, okay. tell them about it real quick. Uh, just, you know, scaling Last down. Year, it was uh, September. Yeah, we, we, um, Paralyzed yeah. Veterans of America, they do this fundraiser every year, right? The fundraiser, yes. So, you know, we got people to, um go and uh you, uh you know collect money to to raise for the chapter and all the money goes to the members anyway um but it was uh scaling down the uh 14th floor of the the hilton the long do you have shoulders. any pictures of that real quick of you jumping down in your wheelchair let me see here you know somewhere in this uh yeah, yeah keep talking richard i'll find some pictures here well what the other some of the other things i'm be doing is, well, you're going to do um, that one as well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm also now going to be already approved by the doctors at the at the VA because they have to do your medical and things like that. But I, they approved me for the Golden Age Games again this year. I'm still trying to coordinate some things in regards to what type of events. But one of the main things I'm still going to be doing, because like I said, the strokes left me weak on my left side. But I'm trying to show that I can still do it and do the 69 meter power walk again. And then in, I believe it's September. Yes, yeah, September, I'm going to also be doing uh, the summer games, which is through the Veterans Administration. Now, the thing is, prior to that, this last January, I did what's known as the VA Throwdown. Now, that's a series of work, working events or exercise events. I did those. One of the ones that were pretty popular, what, what I did, because I've done that in the Army for many years, I did dips. And I did the dips. And that's also, uh, in the future, I'll have a video about that. But I did the dips. And the thing is, in all the events that were part of everything, I took the gold medal. Woo. All right. That's fantastic. Congratulations. I told you, you it's kind of like a super dude. What I like about you haven't let that stroke bother you at all. That's, That's it. the point. That's it. Um, I have the video, um, just the one that I did the uh, propelling. If you want me to show, it. it's like a yeah, minute. show it real quick for okay. This is what they want me to do next year. Uh uh. <laughs> I mean this year. <laughs> nope nope nope. Don't be scared. Yeah right. <laughs> Over the edge, that's what it's called. Slower than a speeding bullet. Less powerful than a locomotive. Able to creep down tall buildings, but not in a single bound. Look up in the sky. Today, it's going down. It's going down. Over the edge, it's going down.
So much, Charles. Oh, thank wow. you. That was fabulous. It's very easy. Very Look easy. How, how Patrice, you on scale the wall with me? Uh, you see that? Uh, did you hear Patrice. what she said? With, with me? <laughs> As if I go. This is a guy. Uh, I know she won't like, do uh, it. She, I'll meet you I'll on the ground it. floor. Phyllis, you going to go, Phyllis? Yeah, when, where? When? Where? September of uh, in uh, Long Beach, the Veterans uh, okay. of America. Veterans okay. uh, Labor Day, whatever that okay. first holiday is, September the fourth or something okay. like that. Okay. Okay. Nice. she's all super dude, super woman too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could be on the roof and look down past that. We'd be like, "Where's Kanye? Oh, she's in the witness protection program now." <laughs> Yes, <laughs> now all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> okay, we're moving right along. We kind of running out of time today, Chaley. You want to give your piece real quick? We're moving on to Charles about Amazon jobs and winding up the show. All right. Um, so I'm talking about Amazon jobs real quick. Uh, but I got to give my segment intro. It's uh, hot, hot, hot news, you know. It's like, uh, you know, it's like the sun with. A little hot sauce on a little it's hot and flavorful you know so anyway today's hot news is about amazon jobs operation confidence has now partnered with amazon they offer jobs for veterans who would like employment at amazon our team is in charge of staffing all of our warehouses in socal with the main focus in the la area going as far as palmdale all the way down south to southgate anytime a candidate applies for a position with amazon uh, we are one of the first people they will see. Our CE code is PECCY8. -E Please give these codes out so we can give you a hiring base for some free Amazon gear. We do badge photos, employment authorization, and go over the details about the position they applied for. This is uh, Amazon's online application. It's uh, The link is Amazon, the Los Angeles North link is amazon.com slash hourly jobs near me. Can you repeat uh, that? Amazon.com slash hourly jobs mm -hmm. near me. Okay. Stop text alerts. It's a uh, text Amazon to 770-77088. And that's again, text Amazon to 77088. Now this is great. It's been a great tool for people because they will be alerted the minute applications open. You will be asked to provide your zip code, and anytime there is a job opening in your area, you will be alerted via text. Note: You still need to go online to complete the interaction, and the application reminders, the interview will be the assessment included in the online application. Candidates will candidates will not have to dress up and bring a resume into our office hours. Candidates will not have to dress up 
and bring a resume into the into our office hours. No resume, no interview. Wait a minute. So that should uh, mean they don't have to dress up, but they need to bring a, a resume into the office hours. Yeah. Scheduling an appointment to come into the office hours, and uh, you know that's to be processed and drug tested and everything. It will be done by the candidate at the end of the online application. The tip, the best time to apply will be Friday after nine and Saturday morning. And they say that's when uh, they'll upload their new job opportunities. The business lines that they're hiring are delivery stations, sort, scan, and sort, scan, and load customers' orders to fulfill the same day and two-day shipping uh, delivery time. Set schedules. Locations are in El Monte, Glendale, Los Angeles, City of Industry, Southgate, Simi Valley, Chatsworth, and Valencia. And there's the Prime Now position, which is just like being a personal shopper for the customers. There are full-time set schedules, part-time flexible schedules, and the locations are Silver Lake and Vernon. And then there's the Whole Foods Markets, personal shopper inside Whole Foods Markets, part-time flexible schedules, two days of mandatory training followed by control over day and hours of work. Um, the first day of training will be self-training, meaning that instruction will be provided, but an area manager may not be on site. And then the locations for that is, is uh, downtown LA, Pasadena, and Glendale. And then the extra tips, um, information, the best way to schedule the office hours is uh, uh, will be on Mondays through Wednesdays. When contacting uh, Bryce, please give Operation Confidence name as the referral partner. That's Bryce Hopwood. He's a staffing coordinator, the uh, LAX North uh, Workforce Staffing. His email is B-H-O-P-W-O-O-D, that's bhopwood at amazon.com. I'll say that again, that's bhopwood at amazon.com. And um, there's the, the ready to work, visit, uh, if you're ready to work, visit amazon.com slash hourly jobs near me again. And then I'm going to uh, tell you here's a little bit more. This um, learn That's more. about you. Huh? That's about you, your truck driving. Yes. Well, I just want to make sure I got all of the, um, there's a, uh, you can uh, learn more and apply at uh, amazon.com slash military jobs or text military to 770 to sign up for alerts at Amazon. That's amazon.com slash military jobs dot military jobs. Now for me, I was looking for a truck driver, but I'll, uh, you know, cause truck drivers are in, in a, 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 I mean, you know, right now truck drivers are, are needed big time. And, um, so me being an owner of a truck and, uh, you know, I, I had my truck leased out to a, um, to a different company, but, uh, you know, that, um, partnership is, uh, ended. So I'm doing it myself. And so I'm looking, you know, like I say, truck drivers are hard to find. Good ones are hard to find. And right now, any of them are hard to find. You know? So, um, but, uh, if you want to become a truck driver, you can call us at operationconfidence.com. And that's, uh, you have to, um, just possess a high school diploma or GED, uh, have a good driving record. You have to have a class D license for at least one year. And I would say that's two years because uh, most um, small companies, uh, the insurance companies won't insure you unless you have two years 
the big companies will because the big companies carry their own insurance and so they don't uh, they don't have any uh, limitations you have to be at least 18 it used to be 21 i think they're dropping it down to 18 but you have to be 21 to drive state to state so you can only stay in one state and then uh, of course you have to make sure you have uh, proof of your california residency and um that's it i have a couple of pictures of the truck that i have that i own I hope I can find it. Let me see what we got here. Bam, right there. Okay. I'm going to share with you guys real quick, and then I'm going to get out of here. I bought a truck uh, two years ago. Actually, it's going on two years. It's a um, Kenworth T680. It's a. Um, it's got a microwave, refrigerator, a double bunk, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, so this is my it's truck. It's really nice. And you pick up from Amazon and a lot of other major major companies, right? Yes, I've done stuff with uh, Amazon and, uh, you know, before the people who had it before me, they were, you know, uh, believe it or not, I, I bought the truck and I've never physically seen my own truck because it's always been in the hand of someone else. But who cares, you know? And really so, nice. And so um, I have a contract with a brokering company moving freight from L.A. to Phoenix, and that's starting tomorrow. You know? Oh, good. And so, you know, veterans, I, I actually just hired a veteran, believe it or not, to drive. She started May the 1st because you know, I need someone who's reliable. She's a younger veteran, and, you know, and younger, I mean, like, you know, not uh, 65 or 70, but in her uh, 40s. And so... You know, here I am, and that's the end okay. of my. Uh, that's my. Thank you. Great presentation. With it. Take it away, what? Taylor. Winding down. Yes, ma'am. I would like to remind our listeners about our amazing advertisement rates. We have twenty and thirty second advertisement slots available. Please email info at operationconfidence.org. Again, info at operationconfidence.org for more information. And visit Operation Confidence's website at www.operationconfidence.org resource page for some amazing resources. I would also like to inform our viewers and listeners about Amazon Smell. When making your next purchase on Amazon, please go to Amazon Smell and type in Operation Confidence in the Choose Your Organization donation box. Amazon will make a small donation to Operation Confidence. Also, to get involved in Operation Confidence Tiny Houses Project, visit our website and send us a message on how you would like to be involved. All right, Martha, you, you there, girlfriend? Yep, I got you. Yes, to our she, viewers, we would like to inform you about Operation Confidence's Positive Redirection Team, a group of male and female veterans who are mentors having overcome similar, similar challenges and situations uh, whether it's transitioning back into mainstream society or, you know, current transition as many veterans continue to, to face um, different transition points in their life. So to be considered or become a team member, please email us at info at operationconfidence.org. That website, one, one more time, or email address info at operationconfidence.org. And we are also excited to inform our listen, listeners about Operation Confidence's Combat Boots and Lace Women Veterans Mentoring and Creative Art Groups. To be, to be involved, please email us at info at operationconfidence.org or you can also 
email me directly at martha at operationconfidence.org. Um, and we heard a couple of ideas today, right, from one of our guests that Dr. Cash brought on. Um, yeah, we beautiful. Yes. And got to have her ideas. involved. Phyllis, we got yeah, to have you involved. Right. Okay. I'm in it. All right. We need you bad, girlfriend. Okay. And closing and ending the show, as always, we want to remind our listeners that our goal for the show is to raise awareness about Operation Confidence and its mission which is to provide stable housing with a wide range of supportive services for our veterans, including employment opportunities. And uh, this is especially for veterans who have experienced homelessness and are disabled. So to get involved with our grassroots efforts, please, please send us an email at info at operationconfidence.org. And don't forget to visit our website. We got an amazing website with a lot of resources. So go to www.operationconfidence.org. And to all our viewers, please don't forget to subscribe to American Invisible Heroes, our, our own YouTube channel. Okay, please subscribe. So in closing, we want to thank our guests and of course, always our hosts, but especially our guests for coming on today. Had a great show. Yay. And uh, we'll be back next week, next Sunday, same time. And uh, signing off now. It's on you, Uncle Charles. All right, now don't forget if you go to the airport, look up my invisible art. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. We'll look for I it. Take care. You got to give you the, you know, the. Got to give our sign off. We All love right, it. Too. it. Thank right, you. Now. Thank you. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org Bye-bye now. See you Bye later. Now. Bye now. Bye-bye.